0: You're listening to Breathe, Focus, Repeat, a podcast about business ownership and self-discovery. I'm Brooke Monahan. I help people simplify their work so they can breathe and focus on what they love. And in this podcast, I share my experience as a brand new business owner and shed a light on what it really takes to make things happen for yourself. As you'll hear me mention in this episode, I've begun using HoneyBook to manage my work with my clients and automate some of my workflows, which has taken a ton of work off of my plate. HoneyBook offers customizable templates for proposals, contracts, invoices. It allows you to send proposals to your clients. They can accept your terms, sign your contract electronically, make payment right there, and you can also automate communications that you find yourself sending over and over again. I was even able to integrate my HoneyBook with my Trello account to automatically set up Trello boards for my clients as soon as they book. I'm so excited to be part of the HoneyBook Educator program, which allows me to offer my listeners 50% off for their first year with HoneyBook. You can claim your discount by following the link in the show notes and doing so gives back to me and makes this podcast possible. Hey guys, welcome back to Breathe, Focus, Repeat episode three. This has been an unbelievable week. An unbelievable week. I have so many revelations that have come up this week and progress that I've made, and I can't wait to share all of it with you. But before we get into it, there are a couple of things that I did want to bring up. So the first thing is, if you have been enjoying the show and you would like to support the show, a really easy way to do that is to write a review on iTunes, leave a rating, and subscribe to the show. It makes a huge difference and it's a really easy way to support me, um, in what I am doing here. So if you believe in what I'm doing and you feel like this has helped you, I would so appreciate if you went and left me a review and made sure to subscribe. The second thing is since releasing the first two episodes of breathe, focus, repeat, I have had several people who have come to me and said, you know, I looked at your website and I feel like some of the things that you offer are not really what I need. I just would like you to help me with X, Y, Z. And usually it comes back to just simplifying their lives and getting back to what they love, even maybe not in an entrepreneurial sense or not in a, I need systems and processes sense. So the truth is that in a lot of the work that I do, a huge portion of that work is really just coaching people through making the changes toward using the systems that we put in place. So I'm doing a lot of that already and I realized that as people were starting to reach out to me that I maybe don't advertise that as much. So there are going to be some new services coming to my website, but just so you know, the answer to that is yes, I will help you. So if you are hearing some of the things that I'm saying and you feel like you need a little bit of help simplifying your work or your life and just kind of getting back to the things that you love, then I am here for you and also if you maybe are interested in starting a business and maybe you don't have a business yet, so you feel like you don't need all of these like processes and whatever, um, I love to do those initial sessions of working people through those foundational kind of mindset shifts and um, foundational processes. So absolutely reach out. You can go ahead on my website, Brooke, dash monahan.com my last name is m-o-n-a-g-h-a-n and if you go to um, get together you can get on my calendar for a thir- free 30 minute call with me and we can talk through some stuff and just see what makes the most sense for us to work together so I would love that get in touch so What I wanted to talk about today in today's episode is that I have spent the past week in what I feel like is the equivalent to like the longest reboot of a computer in history. Maybe not actually. Maybe way back in the day it took this long. But I feel like I have had to turn myself off and turn myself back on again. And what I mean by that is this if you have ever had like just this weird bug that like you can't figure out why your computer is like not working right, and then you're like, what is going on? And then you just turn it off and you turn it back on again, and suddenly everything clicks. That is what I've had to do with myself to undo this really bizarre, illogical thought pattern that I have found myself in that has affected me and my work and my ability to enjoy what I am doing right now and the life that I have set up for myself as a brand new entrepreneur. And so what I mean by that is I have been stuck in some really bizarre thought patterns and strange habits that I have noticed are really difficult for me to let go of and have affected my ability to do exactly what I try to help other people do, which is just kind of simplify, strip away all of the unnecessary shit and just focus on the stuff that I love. And if you follow me on Instagram, then by the time that this goes out, it will have been last week that you would have seen all of my stories where I was putting myself through my own kind of advice and making myself follow my own very stripped down schedule. But basically, I talked in the last episode about how I went through weeks of just overworking myself and burning myself out and eventually took a really good hard look at what I was doing and realized why I was doing that. But then what I did was I put myself through, after I recorded that episode, I put myself through my own advice, my own sort of program and i forced myself to look at my schedule look at how i was spending my time evaluate if that was in alignment with the priorities that i had in my business and the things that i actually needed to be getting done and what i realized is that i was really spending an enormous amount of time busying myself in an effort to deal with some anxiety that i was having and Really, I think that there was a lot more to it than that, which I'm going to talk about today. So let me just get into the first one, which is that when we work nine to five for a long time, or when we work a traditional job where everybody's working, you know, these long hours or nine hour day minimums, we get into this thought process, which is that if we are not working all day long, then we're not doing real work. And that is absolutely... One of those resets that I've been trying to make with myself, and a thought pattern that I have really been trying to get myself out of. Because the truth is that as a business owner, a lot of times it's when you're working the least and things just seem easy that the most is actually happening. And sometimes when we are, you know, going through that pattern of just kind of busying ourselves because we feel like we need to be working all day, what ends up happening is we're doing a lot of extra shit that is not necessary and is not getting us anywhere and actually it depletes our ability to be able to focus on our work and do good quality work and be inspired and bring our best selves to our work every day and so I have been forcing myself to do this and forcing myself to reevaluate this mindset. The truth is that when I was working a nine to five, um, I watched it like the amount of time that people were technically at work. They were quote working, but actually they were not doing you know 9 solid hours of work there was time where they were you know going and talking to somebody or kind of like going on a coffee break or doing this or doing that there's nothing wrong with that i'm just saying that when you work for yourself somehow you have a hard time giving yourself that same grace that you may have when you're working in just a traditional office setting and everybody else around you is doing it and so that is like this mindset that has just been so hard for me to get out of. And this week I have, since I put myself through kind of my own system, I ended up cutting my schedule from what was 41 hours of work down to 21 hours of work a week. And I'm really putting myself to the test right now, seeing if I can actually do it, because the truth is that... Actually having the information and doing that exercise is the first step, but getting ourselves out of the compulsive working is the hard part and it requires that mindset shift. And I, in the next episode, will tell you how it went because I, it is only Tuesday. And so I don't even know what's going to happen, but we'll see. But what's really hard to kind of get yourself out of is this idea that if you're not working, then you're not making money. And the reality of it is, and if you have a business, then you know this, um, if there isn't work to be done, there isn't work to be done. You know, sitting down and making yourself miserable, stressing out over something and making extra work for yourself is not going to make you any more money. And if you don't have a business, but you would like to work for yourself one day, I would caution you of this because this is really it can really take over in the early stages and i have experienced it at full force for me it is one of the biggest reasons why i have a hard time just kind of allowing myself to only do the amount of work that i have to do and then just allow myself to enjoy my time off it has been super difficult for me um the other kind of shift that I've really had to get myself out of or like that kind of bug that it, I just needed to like snap myself out of is that I have realized that I had this mindset that I can't like let go of, which is that I am still a low level employee. So I feel like there's always somebody I'm so used to other people being in charge. I mean, I've been in situations where I have been, um, you know, in charge of large teams and I've been in, you know, higher level management positions, but there's always been somebody else above me who ultimately is in charge. I'm still doing things because that person told me to. Um, And so my default mode is to let other people kind of be in the driver's seat. And that is something that I have noticed is manifesting itself in my business and has been really difficult for me to kind of take control of and especially like when I'm working with clients sometimes I have a tendency to be like oh well like what do you want to get out of this and my job is to know what they need to get out of it and give it right and so I've had to shift away from that as well and the reality of it is that if a decision needs to be made I am the only person to make that decision and sometimes it, my default mode is to just kind of like fall back and be like oh yeah well you know I guess it will just work itself out. And like, no, it's not going to just work itself out. I'm running this business. I need to be the one to just kind of like buck up and make those decisions. And, you know, it's it feels like somebody else should kind of be in charge of that stuff. And it's been difficult for me to really kind of pet myself up to where I really feel like I'm in control of the situation and in control of the decision making and ultimately in control of like what I'm earning and what I'm asking for and what I'm delivering to people and you know determining what my services are going to be like I need to be more definitive in that sense and you know it's manifesting itself in in my business but I'm also realizing that just in other ways just in my life I definitely have the default of taking like the back seat to things and I've really been trying to practice making a shift toward that mindset of being in charge and in control and the final thing which I touched on in the last episode is that I have learned that I am conditioned to not like work which has been so eye-opening to me because it's really made me wonder how long I was going through work not liking things when I could have just kind of made a mindset shift. I mean, I think that now it's obviously a lot different because I have obviously created this for myself and this was by my by design and so it's easier for me to remind myself of it, but... The first couple of weeks, I definitely had these feelings of just like, ugh, I have to do that, or I have to, you know, go in and do this, you know, specific project or whatever. And at the end of the day, like, I'm doing it because I like doing it. And so I realized that I'm just in a habit of dreading certain parts of my workday, which is so strange. And so this week, one of the things that I've really been working on is every time that i think about something that i don't want to do that i have to do i shift my mindset from i have to do that to like i get to do that and so i think about like you know I walk dogs right now as a form of supplemental income. And so if I have to stop working because I have to go and walk a dog, there were times like a couple weeks ago where I was like, oh, well, you know, my schedule is like is what it is because I have to go and walk these dogs. No, I get to like, how lucky am I that I get to do exactly the work that I've decided that I want to do. And so I've had to kind of make that shift as well. And so all three of those things this week really culminated into this big, huge wake-up call for me, which is that I need to be so mindful of what I am doing and all of the steps that I'm taking right now because I have been conditioned to live a life that I don't really want to live, to do things because other people want me to do them, you know, to do things great and excel at them because a boss wanted me to do it or told me to do it to make decisions that keep me in that cycle of working jobs that I don't really like or working for other people, make decisions that keep me in a cycle of not making as much money as I probably could make if I shot a little higher, um, keeping me in the cycle that I talked about in the very first episode of this show, which is that I habitually hold myself back because I don't want to shoot for more and then find out that I couldn't do it. And so in the beginning of this process, and one of the things that I talked about in the first episode, and I've talked about it a lot with like friends and just over the past, really the past year, my whole focus has been that I need to trust my instinct and go for the things that I want. So if I have like this calling that is telling me, this is what you're meant to do. This is what you need to do to trust that and do it. And... You know, I put this podcast out there before it was perfect. I have started offering, you know, these new services, more of like a coaching type of service, before I feel like I have a perfect kind of system laid out. And the reason why I'm doing that is because at the end of the day, I know that I need to do these things, and I know that things being perfect before I put them out there is just going to keep me out of action forever. So I practiced that for you know a while. I practiced that when I quit my retail job and went to a nine-to-five that I enjoyed. I practiced that when I stopped working full-time and started this business, and I've been practic- practicing it since then. But what has happened now is now I'm realizing, okay... Now we need to make a switch. Now we need to turn ourselves off and turn ourselves back on, blow in the N64 cartridge. Whatever metaphor you want to use for this reset, that is where I am right now. And the reason for that is that I've gotten used to starting. So now I have the starting down pat. And what I need to do now is be super mindful of each step that I am taking and make a conscious decision about whether or not that step is taking me closer to or further away from what I want. I need to be examining every single step that I take and ask myself, Why am I taking that step? Am I taking that step because it's expected of me? Am I taking that step because somebody else wants me to do it? Am I taking that step because I'm doing it out of habit? It's my default mode of letting other people be in the driver's seat or of not going for what I want because I'm afraid that if I do, I might fail. Or am I taking that step consciously and mindfully toward what I want? And I have a story actually that just came to me that I think is a good depiction of the fact that when I do not do that, I can take small steps forward that seem harmless and that eventually end me somewhere I don't wanna be. We can all relate to this, but I think that my story actually of how I ended up in the job that I was in before is a really good indication of this. So when I was in college, I was working at an animal sanctuary and I love animals. I was doing that. And then I was uh, walking dogs part-time. I was doing both to make some extra money. And the person who I was working for had, she had this animal sanctuary, but she also owned a large company. They, they made jewelry and she had this, it was mostly a wholesale business. And she had this big showroom in New York and that's where she lived most of the time. And then she also had this house closer to where I lived and that's where the sanctuary was. And that was where I worked. And she started opening retail stores. And so she opened a few in Florida. She opened a few in Rhode Island, which is where I lived. Um, a few here and there. And I was already working for her at the sanctuary. And so when she opened the store, she said like, how would you like to, you know, make some extra money and pick up some hours at the store part time? And it was over the summer, and. I was like, yeah, that would be great. Like I could definitely use some extra money. It's a, diff- it's kind of a change of pace, you know, working with animals is fantastic, but it's also kind of like physical labor. So it was nice to have something that was like in the air conditioning and like, you know, a little bit nicer. So I went and I started working there and then slowly they, I, I just started moving up. And so the next thing that I knew, they asked me to, uh, run one of the stores and, I had just always been kind of told that you should just like take the opportunities as they come. You should say yes to the opportunities and that's what's going to get you, you know, to the, that high level. And so I was like, yeah, sure. You know, why not? So I ended up running a store and then the next thing I knew I was doing merchandising for all of the stores in the area. And then I was running three stores and then I, and it, you know, there were parts of it that I really did enjoy, right? This was more of an entrepreneurial kind of job because of the fact that these stores were owned by her and she was in New York. And so she needed somebody to run them. And this didn't have any corporate oversight. It was really just me and one other woman who were running the stores together. And it was fun for me to use what I was learning in business school and apply it there. But, you know, ultimately it wasn't really what I wanted. And then when I graduated and my now husband also graduated, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just figured I'm just going to keep kind of going with the flow and just stay at the store. And he ended up knowing exactly what he wanted to do. And so he started applying out to graduate programs and I was in a place where I was like, you know what? I am ready to do something different. I, you should just apply to where you wanna go and wherever you wanna go, you let me know and I will go. And I was like down to just like get out of there, go somewhere else. And that's how we ended up in Buffalo. And when I got to Buffalo, the only experience that I had was in retail. And so I tried to apply to some different jobs. I tried to go back to the animal route. So I applied for some jobs at like veterinary, um, offices doing like more administrative work and, oh man, I can't even remember what else I applied to, but I applied to, to some other things, but you know, all pretty low level jobs because I felt like, you know, I just didn't have the experience and ultimately what, you know, suited me the best was retail. And so I ended up working at, as a assistant manager at the gap and, Once I was there and the earning potential was a little bit higher because if you performed better then you would get bonuses and I was able to experience, you know, being in charge of a larger team and running stores, you know, eventually running stores that were higher volume and experiencing all of that, I really got wrapped up in the culture of that and just the feeling of if I just keep moving forward just keep moving forward eventually I'm going to get where I want to be all I have to do is just keep pushing forward and that was how I eventually ended up where I was a year ago which was I was running a store that and I was doing really well at it Um, I was performing and I was like you know what like I took all of those steps to get myself here And every step of the way, I did not want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I just told myself that eventually I was going to make enough money that it was all going to have been worth it. And I know... That so many people can relate to that. We do shit we don't want to do. We take jobs we don't want to take. We work the long hours. We do all of that bullshit. And we tell ourselves, eventually it's going to be worth it because once I get the money, once I get the promotion, once this one big thing is over, once all of that happens, then it's all going to have been worth it and it will all be fine. And more often than not, that is not true. More often than not, You wind up where you wound up because you went with the flow. You did what everyone else told you to do. And once you get to that place, you look around and you're like, where the fuck am I? Holy shit. And the idea of leaving that place at that point feels so overwhelming because you look back and in my case, it took me nine years to get there. I didn't have another nine years to get somewhere else. I wanted to be somewhere else now. And it is so overwhelming. And so we do nothing because it's too overwhelming. And so that's the point where I was a year ago. That's where this podcast started. If you didn't start listening to this in the beginning, then you should go back to episode one and listen because you'll get more information on that, more context on that. But once I was able to make that first step out and start the momentum in a different direction, I really needed to practice that moving forward in the other direction mentality. When something came to me and I was like, I want to do that, fucking do it. That was my mentality, do it. I wanted to be the person who did the shit that I wanted. I was going to be a shit doer. I have said this before, that was my mentality. And it still is in a lot of ways. But what I'm talking about now is now practicing the, when I do it, when I move forward, looking at every step that I'm taking and really thinking about whether or not that is a step in the direction that I want to head in. So I have had some clients who I started working with on much more traditional sort of consulting projects. And as we got clo- further and further into it, I realized that I could make a decision. I could offer to continue offering You know more of those traditional kind of consulting services continue configuring programs for people researching systems implementing the systems and potentially make more money because i already had that kind of pool of clients or i could shift in the other direction which is the direction that i am shifting in now which is more toward kind of like a coaching role of look i can make these systems and processes for you but What I'm observing is that it is really hard for you to follow them. And I want to know about that, right? The information is out there for you to buy the program that it's going to take to simplify your shit. If you are having an issue managing your income and your taxes, for the love of God, QuickBooks self-employed is $5 a month. Why are you not doing it, right? There's a reason that is bigger than, oh, I just don't know what to do. If you are having an issue with your clients and you feel like you're just constantly sending emails and then rescheduling appointments and then chasing down invoices and like all these communicate, okay, HoneyBook, I've already talked about that too. Um, it's not that expensive. It cost me $200 to get it for the year, okay? And it would do all of that stuff for you. I guarantee you that if a client came to you and said, I have this project that I want you to help me with, and I am going to, you know, pay you whatever your time is worth. So take all of the, mo- the time that you are putting into, you know, chasing down all of those invoices, all of that bullshit day-to-day stuff add it all up, figure out what that total is. This client is coming to you and telling you that's how much they're going to pay you. You find out that it's going to cost you $200 to make that money. You fucking do it. No questions asked. You do it. Why are you not doing it? There is a reason why. And that is what I'm observing as I'm working with people. And I'm, I'm realizing that I can continue to sell my services coming up with these hard kind of structured systems and processes and then sell them to those people and then watch them, not use them and know that, you know, there's so much more work to be done. And also that that was kind of the more boring part for me, or I can shift more toward, you know, more of a less traditional kind of consulting role where I'm working with people to move them through the process. Um, and you know, so far, none of my existing clients really want that, but doing that is what's going to move me in the direction that I want for my business. There are jobs that have come up that I have said no to. I am not making enough money to be turning down work. And I, I've been saying no. And the reason that I've been saying no is because I am really traumatized by what I did to myself. I am so afraid that I am going to keep taking little steps that are easy. And nine years from now, I am going to end up in a business that I don't want, or I'm going to end up working for a company again, rather than working for myself, because I say, oh, well, you know, it's just easier to just do the same sort of work with someone who's gonna give me a steady income and health insurance. Um, I'm really afraid of that. And so I am examining every single step and it feels like the longest computer reboot in history (laughs) because it's like every time that a program goes to run, I'm like, wait, how do we feel? Checking in. How does this feel? Does this make me feel gross? Does this make me feel like it's something that I don't wanna do? Am I dreading this or do I feel good about this? Am I excited about it? And I'm moving toward excitement. And that has taken some big shifts. It has taken the shift away from the nine to five attitude. It's taken the shift away from just habitually dreading work and and you know thinking about all the things that I get to do because of the, the job that I've created for myself and the business that I've created. Um, it's taken a shift away from feeling like other people are in charge of me and toward the fact that the reality is that I am in charge of this situation and I need to buck the fuck up and make shit happen. Um, but it's taking a long time, but it feels so worth it. And... There are so many more things that are coming up that I'm going to share in the next episode. But for right now, I am just going to keep it at that and tell you that if you are not already following me on Instagram, I feel like you kind of need to be because I have started really kind of making that an extension of this podcast in that I'm being very real about just what my day-to-day stuff is looking like and about what this whole process is like and trying to to help people as much as possible by just being honest so you should go over there and follow me uh it's at briggs monahan b-r-i-g-g-s-m-o-n-a-g-h-a-n also go on my website brooke-monahan.com if you want to work with me um you can get on my calendar for a free 30 minute call so just set that up because i love to just even if you know, we just chat a little bit and try to figure out what the best way to work together would be, I am so open to that as my services are kind of shifting. So go on there and go to get together or fill out a contact form. If you're enjoying the show, make sure that to subscribe, write me a review, leave me a rating on iTunes. It really, really helps me and supports the show. Um, I am so appreciative that you guys are listening and I really hope that this is helping. If so, let me know.